welcome to the show, Isle. You've obviously come on the live stream before. Some people yep. here will have seen you. Um, that was around like sort of D-Day. That was the rock, rock bottom. Things in the past week have been a lot better. We probably expected to be talking about that. But this show is now going to be mostly about IPDs, one would imagine. Um, do you want to tell people a bit about yourself before we get into it? Your journey on FI, what got you to here? And then we get stuck into it. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, firstly, thank you for inviting me on. Um, I think I was—I kind of prepared my afternoon to have a, a gentle, casual conversation about a, a stable market <laughs> for the last <laughs> the last two weeks. So, I think this is—it's uh, certainly more exciting, anyway. So, I think any danger of, of not having something to talk about has has gone. Um, so, yeah, in, in terms of my own experience, I joined uh, roughly eleven months ago. Um, probably joined at the worst possible time. Made most of my deposits. Um, in the sort of lead up to the Bundesliga return in last May, um, and then kind of the, the I think the last of my deposits was around the the beginning of the uh, the, the first the phony dividend increase as we like to call it. <laughs> so it's uh, uh, I mean I've said before I think the, the the timing has been possibly the worst possible time for me to join. But yeah, I mean what can I say? I think uh, I've, I've learned a lot. Um, I'm still confident long term, and yeah, there's a lot to get into today, isn't there? There is, there's a lot to get into, and I think this is a particularly divisive topic. I think there's a, it, dep- it almost a lot of it depends on how your port's set up as well. I mean, there's going to be people who are like, this is brilliant, this is great for the long term of the platform, brilliant move. Then there's going to be people who are kind of like, brilliant, great long move, long term move for the platform, but they fucked me in the short term. And then there's people who are going to leave the platform over this. And I'm not, that's not an overstatement. There will be people who leave the platform over this. A lot of people I know trade for IPDs, actively love IPDs, and that's what makes FI for them. So there's a really broad spectrum here. And I think what I'm seeing is mixed reviews here and there. Look, just all be aware you are in different sort of buckets and just try and understand each other's point of views and, and not scrap yeah. too much. Um, my sort of gut feeling from the outset is pretty simple. It is one month is nowhere near enough. As I said to you already when we've done this once before, I'm not going to mince my words. For me, one month is nothing short of a fucking disgrace. And I have been a Debbie Downer a bit for some time. I understand I'm not the most optimistic and I'm not the most glass half full type of guy at the minute. But... Bottom line is, I said it last week before they even did it, so I'm not just reacting and trying to be Mr. Fucking Shout at them. Last week on a podcast, I said if they do it, they need minimum six months. Now, maybe that's a bit overkill. Maybe they don't have that time on their side, numbers in the background, all the rest. I get it. Maybe six months is overkill. Maybe three months is fair. But for me, to literally wipe the value of half the platform, on a not a whim, but out of nowhere, and give 30 days notice isn't enough. And just before I let you go out of aisle, to caveat that, caveat that, what we kind of said as well is, you can do this with 30 days, but you need to tell us what the replacement is to avoid the panic. They haven't done that, and that's what, that's the sticking point with the 30 days for me. We don't know what's replacing it, so 30 days isn't enough. If they come out and said, oh, we're removing IPDs in 30 days, but we're bringing in tiered PB at the end of the month, then you kind of go, well, okay, uh, but while we're kind of waiting here in limbo, it's kind of like, I don't know, I don't think 30 days is good enough if you're not giving us the, the replacement. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, similar to you, I think my feelings are mixed. Um, I mean, I'll try and look at it from a positive side first. Like, I think from, from a business perspective, from a, an FI sustainability and profitability perspective, etc., it's, it's without doubt the right decision. Um, if, if I was FI, I'd have come to the the same conclusion. However... As you've said, and I'm not going to disagree with what you've said, 30 days notice without telling us what the replacement is, isn't good. Now, and the thing as well is there can be a lot of damage in the in the, the time in between as well. Because if, if you're, I mean, we've seen already, haven't we, a lot of people panic selling the, uh, the, the IPD players, so to speak. So they could potentially be hit twice. So if, if they're panic selling the IPD players now because they, they realise their value's gone, if the replacement comes in um, and it gives value back to those players, then prices rise back up again. So potentially some people are going to get burnt, burnt twice from this. Mm. So, yeah, I, I think I'll try and look at it sort of quite sort of binary, if, if, if you like. I think from a business side, it's the right decision. And we, we, we can't we can't ignore the fact that all of our portfolios and the, the long-term sustainability of the products, everything's 
kind of intrinsically linked. We, we only succeed if FI do and, and vice versa. Um, so in that side, it's a positive. But yeah, absolutely. Give us 30 days without telling us what the replacement is. It's hard to wash over that with any sort of positivity. Mm. Um, and I, I get a bit frustrated at the timeline, to be honest, in, in, in most things, because like anything, it's it's not it's not black and white. It's not it's not IPD traders versus long-term traders. It's not big portfolios versus small portfolios. There's a, there's a happy medium with this for everyone. Um, so I think anyone sort of forming an opinion on this, you just all I try and emphasize is to try and make a balanced, balanced viewpoint and just try and look beyond the confines of your own portfolio. Well, well that's it. I, I don't know if I, did I say this? I did. I said that I said it since we actually started recording about people being in different little buckets and having contrast and views yeah. and contrast and ports. I'm so, I'm starting to forget what we actually talked about off air and on air <laughs> we now. Co- we covered a lot. We, we covered a good bit. Like we really went. We uh, um anyway, yeah. Th- there's a lot. He- there's a lot of um. The thing I I take everything people say with a pinch of salt. This is something I mentioned over Christmas, and this is genuinely no no disrespect to anyone out there, even yourself included. I'll FIL. Um, uh, who else? I don't know. Like, I'm trying to look in the thing. Simo. I'm looking for names that aren't actually names, and not even necessarily that. A lot of people will have fake names on the likes of Twitter, for example. There's a lot of people who are now. Your face is here, so that that's a big step. We know who you are. <laughs> you know, we know who you are. Albeit, good luck tracking some of them with their face. But like, faceless accounts and people who don't have anything on the line. Right? There's people out there with thousands, tens of thousands of followers who do not have any consequence for driving their own agenda. So I just really want to reiterate to people, I made a tweet about this because I got a bit pissed off I think over Christmas. Just just take everything people say with a pinch of salt and, and I think the reason I'm bringing this up now is that there'll be a lot of people who this is a great move for them because they hold a lot of big premium PB dividend winners and media guys. So for them this is great so they'd pump it up and love it. But there are going to be a lot of people who will shit all over it and leave the platform because they love IPDs and there, there, there's everyone in between those. I think it's just look, converse with people how you'd like to be conversed with. And just understand that people mightn't be in the same boat as you. And and if people try and hype things up, understand there might be agendas. And if people try and shit on it, there might be agendas too. Um. Anyway, that's kind of a bit of a tangent. It's just something that gets on my goat on social medias. Um, yeah. It does. Like, uh, where where were we? And what what have we covered? And what have we not in this? You know, so, I think yeah. Just to add to what, add to what you said, I think I think again, it comes down to so people kind of putting themselves into into almost factions if you like mm. and i mean if i look at my portfolio and i'm happy to share this I've, I've got some ipd players i've got some long-term players i've got some youth i've got plenty of goalkeepers i mean to be honest the, the only ipd trading i've been doing has been i've been on goalkeepers mm. now do, do, are these goalkeepers going to become sort of worth half the value in a few days i, I don't know are they going to worth double the value with this new incentive i don't know um, so no, I, I would agree. I think anyone looking at Twitter, you can't take you can't you can't take any any kind of advice at, at, at face value. But I, I'd echo this in sort of any walk of life, not just with FI. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think it's like it's like any sort of self development or any leadership or, or anything. You, you, you basically you can read one book that gives you fantastic advice to go down one path. You read another book that tells you advice to go down the other. Like neither are right or wrong. You just have to choose the right thing that fits fits for you. Mm. Um, and this is essentially going to be a harsh reality for some people, but I think a lot of people have got a victim mentality as well, where they, yeah. they just they just tend to be a oh well so and so said this so I'm going to blame them. Well, no, you chose to take their advice, so you've got to take some personal accountability mm. as well. Um, so I think there is there is so a bit, I'm kind of agreeing what you're saying, John. I think for anyone taking sort of big accounts. Um, or any advice. accounts, and even accounts, accounts with faces. Accounts, yeah. Like I'm not saying listen to me because my face is here, but what I'm saying is like, there's an element of like you have to build up trust with accounts, and even though you feel you might know someone because you've seen them post on a timeline for a year, unless you know that person, just take everyone with a pinch of salt. Like, I have obviously got if I, if I start saying things that are stupid, or if I say things that come back to bite me, like you know where to fuck up find me. Do you know, mm. you you have my name. You you know everyone about me, guys. I tell you every week. There's, there's accounts like that and there's accounts that are faceless in some way and all I try to get across and this is a point aside from IPDs by the way uh, but this is almost the first time it's just came up since um, I, I kind of posted about this put yourself in the shoes of a of a trader say with 
a substantial amount of money in the platform, and I mean substantial to them, substantial to one person might be a thousand pounds, to another it might be a million. You have a substantial amount of money in the platform, you have a faceless account, and said account has five, ten, fifteen thousand followers, and shit's hitting the fan. What do you do? You have no consequences. You bang the fucking drum and you try and increase sentiment. That's what you do. You, you you don't come at it unbiased. You don't come at it with a level head. And that's all the point I'm saying. Um, and that, that works in the reverse. Um, there, there's people who will shit on things if it suits their agenda. It's just about in life, in all walks of life, just be aware. People yeah. can be sly bastards. Um, so anyway, I don't know why I even brought that up. I think it was just a, something that was pissing me off. But we'll get back to IPDs. We do have to go through the comms. Before I do, um, let me go over here. Will this work? That didn't work. I'll have to make it work. Give me one second uh, to pull it up. This is this this all worked 100% the first time round. <laughs> I promise you that. Um, so let I'm going to listen to you first time, Alan, so I'll try and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll this time. So let's see. We've got this here. This Yeah, that's the update from FI. And over here, brilliant. There's a notification in here just that I wanted to show you. It's this, just to discuss this. And this is from um, the original Willow, who's in the podcast a wee bit back. In play, dividends, return. This is a screenshot. I don't know where from. Willow, if you're in the crowd, let us know when this was actually taken. Um, but in play, dividends have been confirmed for the 2021 season and have been added to the annual dividend chart. In play isn't a promotion anymore. It's part of one big happy dividend family. Now, the reason I bring that up is because we were talking about this already, believe it or not. Uh, the, you know, they had the 5X IPD promotion. Everyone kind of, not everyone, but a lot of people were enjoying IPDs for a long time. They had the 5X IPD promotion. Then they doubled IPDs relative to to the previous IPDs. And then they've been going since. And a lot of the, the market has pivoted to that at the demise of the premiums. And they've made statements like this in the past, like IPDs are part of the platform, they're here to stay sort of thing. I think the reason we're bringing all this up is because it can't just be forgotten about, like, that was a big statement, and I would say that's been the last three to four months. This is a monumental shift, and I think, again, whenever people can be so secure in their IPDs, to come and switch it with 30 days notice, that, that again, contributes to why I say it's a disgrace. And something else just to say, very briefly before I let you go off one aisle, is listen to the conviction in those comms about IPDs and how they're here to stay, right? They've said the same sort of shit about tier PB before. They've changed IPDs to the the decision on IPDs. I genuinely can see the replacement for this being a tier PB type jobby. I don't know if it'll be that or if it'll be a score threshold or what it'll be. But yeah, I'm just sort of saying like I don't think tier PBs are the question anymore. Yeah, I mean I think we we, we touched on this I think when we chatted before um, August last year we got five X IPDs. Um, we then got the dividend increase, which doubled IPDs. Um, and then also to mention, back we, that doubled the 5x as well, didn't it? So it went from 5p for a, a striker goal to, to 10p. Mm. So at that time, all, all signs indicated that IPDs, as you touched on, were a, a, a crucial part of the platform. Um, so I don't think it's. I, I don't think anyone can feel too. Could be sort of too hard on themselves if they if they looked at that and took it at face value. It's similar to the whole liquidity argument, isn't it? We were promised liquidity, we took that at face value, it didn't come. We've now been told IPDs were an essential part of the product, um, and now they've been scrapped. It's just the difficult the difficult ground we're in at the minute is we don't know what the we don't know what the replacement is. Um, if the replacement comes in and it does give value back to those players, then 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 I don't think we're in a in a worse position. I just think where I'm a little bit angry actually is is the the, the time in between because um I've touched on this to you before, John, many times. I think a lot of the a lot of the trader base are just stereotypical gamblers who who like a pun. Um and all this all this time in between, if you like, is just going to cause a lot of panic in those in those traders. Now FI might look at this as a from maybe like a, if, if they look at sort of every trader as their portfolio, if you like, and say we've got thousands of customers um we'll almost like tease them in between if you like we'll, we'll tell them ipds are coming away but then launch seven days later with this amazing new product that gives these players even more value than, than what they had with ipds 
well, yeah, well, that's all like fucking well and good, but what about the time in between? What about the traders that just panicked and sold up and then left? Mm. And then with that comes reputational damage. And I think it's, it's always these sort of things where I get really frustrated with FI because I think we, we need them to cater predominantly. I mean, identity crisis, it's, it's always a, a phrase that's used. But the bread and butter for FI, without a shadow of a doubt, should be your stereotypical gambler. Like, sod all this city money, sod all this bloody institutional investment, etc. The last thing we want is, is incredibly smart money coming into the platform because they're just going to pick out the best value players and... To be honest, trade better than better than we can because they'll have models, they'll have analysts, they'll have well, a, lot, a lot more tools than we've got. I mean, I've got a fairly fancy spreadsheet, but I can't imagine that compares mm. that compares much. So FI needs to cater for your stereotypical gambler. And I think where I my frustration with this is this is going to cause a lot of panic at the time in between, even though long term, I do think it is the right decision to get rid of IPDs. Mm. Um, I think like anything, there's always a middle ground, isn't there? It's, it's not black and white. Well, well, that that's the thing, and again, we, we could talk. We could literally talk with this all day, and again, I'm sorry to everyone listening. I might repeat a few things, but we recorded all this, and then we didn't record it, and now we're recording it. So, I think, in a nutshell, for me, the whole thing, if I look at it above and give you a wee minute of a rant, scrapping IPDs long term, a good idea. Doing it with a month's notice, terrible idea. Doing it with a month's notice, if you announce the replacement, meh, okay, people yeah. will get over that. They haven't done that. So you ha- you've opened yourself up to ridicule. Again, that's your decision. So you're going to get it. I think it's a fucking disgrace what you've done. But that being said, guys, don't be like, oh, John's just fucking a Debbie Diner. No. If they come out in two weeks and say, here, da, 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 it'll be a good decision at that time. But right here, right now, there are a lot of people who will leave this platform because of this decision on the face of it and the way it is. And that could have been mitigated. Um, again, what people need to understand is the history. I mean, like I'm sick. You know, I think I've almost been tainted to a point. I don't know if there's a return, and I'm worried about that. Like, because I used to be so passionate and love this platform, and this is me being completely honest with you. Is I, I I've been struggling recently to kind of stay engaged and love the platform. And you know, I've I've plugged out eighty five podcasts on this fucking thing. I love this platform, and now it's just these decisions they make on 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 a seeming seemingly on a whim. And the change bets so fucking drastically. And it's the, the lack of cop on they have. They can't seem to build a fucking narrative and, and bring people in. There's no charisma about the company. They cannot fucking spin a narrative to save their life. They cannot carry people with them. And people are jumping ship left, right and centre. And the reputational damage is just destroying my soul. And I have no doubt that over time... You know, they'll get it right, it's too good a platform, and everything will be wonderful. But really, recently, I've been genuinely struggling. Like, do I want to be part of this? I honestly don't. I'm, I'm in a really bad place with FI at the minute, being completely candid with you all. And shit like this, whenever we're getting comms two, three, four months ago about IPDs being here to stay, 5x IPDs, 2x IPDs, people literally shifting portfolio strategies. People who'd never sniffed an IPD in their life. They'd never sniffed one. And all of a sudden, they're pivoting to buy fucking goalkeepers because it's the best value in the platform because of the IPDs on offer. Recycle the goalkeepers. And now they're fucking stripping that away. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm kind of lost for words on it. Now, again, to caveat that caveat that aisle is what if in two weeks they, compl- they launch something that's amazing and it adds so much value to these players? And that's what I'd be hopeful for, for all those people. Hotspur Index says when the fun stops... Thankfully, I am nowhere near over-invested in this. I have, I have minimal money in here, and it's money that doesn't matter to me, thankfully. But, um, I'll talk to me. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I think I'll echo some things. I think the, 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 the point I'm trying to emphasise is the time in between, and that, that's, that's where I'm quite angry. Um, because if they, if they announce today we're scrapping IPDs, but we're replacing it with this, and then that gave value. I mean, I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what it could be. Maybe for it's, every two, go- two goals you get a penny, or for every two assists you get a penny, or you know, some something like that. I, I have no idea where, where you don't have to refresh. Then I think that would that would be absolutely fine, or, or, or something along those lines. I mean, I don't want anyone to go and apply some like flipping models to that, but mm. um, something where it replaced the act of refreshing every month. Um, then I think that's fine, but it's just. <laughs> Where I can't excuse FI is they've made this announcement today. We are scrapping IPDs. And everyone knows that IPDs are 
what gives value to a significant part of the platform. So to tell us that, then of course that's going to create so much panic and, and disillusion. And I think there's going to be people as well who went from maybe buying the premiums when that was in trend to then looking at the platform three weeks ago. And it's, it's not, I, don't want to, I don't want to criticize people by saying it was in trend as though they're following the crowd because uh, in a way they are, but actually IPDs became the most, the, the only really tangible way to make slow and steady profits. So of course people are going to um, going to switch to that. So my, my point is, I think there's going to be a lot of people over the last year that maybe had premiums, noticed the values eroding on them and then switched to IPDs as the, the short-term goal mm. to then get hit with this it's going to be it's going to be a kick to a lot of people um and to just go back on what i said if, if they hadn't if they had announced this and told us what the replacement was and it gave value to those players but then also stopped the the concerns we've got long term then i think fi would have been right to do that mm. um but what we might see now even even now if fi go ahead and, and and put something in place that replaces ipds and gives value to the lower end there's still going to be a lot of traders in between that get burned mm. Um, and that's where I think I think that's 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 inexcusable because that's that's not that's not behaving responsibly. You see, um, if I can butt in there, Joe, Joe Turner says, "Well, if this means it'll open the market to multiple countries, this has to be a good thing." Joe, and we'll get into that when we run through the comms now. Um, we will get into that, Joe. I think we will get into the comms now. But for me, just to go at it once again. I think long-term IPDs being removed is grand. I, th- I think overall, do you know what? I know that I'm kind of ranting here, but I am pretty confident that in about three weeks' time, they're going to announce something, and I'm going to go, I like that. And I'm going to say, do you know what? I prefer this to IPDs. And John's going to be a happy John. I know that's going to happen, because they can't afford for that not to happen for ha- half the people on the platform. I know that's going to happen. So if I hadn't sold my IPD players by now, which I haven't because I don't have any, but if you're out there and you're listening, I'd say sit tight, because genuinely they, they have to knock this out of the park after doing something this drastic. But for the again, it comes down to everyone, go back and listen to last week's podcast, because we talked about this at length. I, I genuinely just feel... I think last week of the podcast I said my piece of advice, first piece of advice for 2021 is like fire your comms strategist person, whoever strategizes, whoever is your charisma narrative builder or whatever. Honestly, I'll, it sickens me to death. I'm yeah. just a normal guy. I'm just some guy who's an air traffic controller who sits in my gaff trading football cards and virtual football things, right? But I am telling you now, I understand people better than whoever the fuck does this because it is so easy it would be so easy to make this go easier, make it go better. Jesus Christ, it would be so much easier. Like, say, even give a little pre a wee something, a wee two weeks before the announcement, a wee something sort of like, there'll be a significant change to IPDs coming down the line. Maybe you can't do that. Anyway, there's something you can do to prime people and get people ready for it. Yeah. I think um, I, I floated with the idea a while ago and said, what what if FI said we IPDs are now eligible for six months, but we're getting rid of IPDs in 12 months? Boom, I, something I, like that. Something like that. Um, so, no, I, I, I do agree. I think what they've done, fine, but we need to know what the replacement is. And I'm not I'm not defending mm. FI from that. I think that's 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 inexcusable. And it's a bit it's a bit fucking demoralizing, isn't it? I mean, we've we've gone through all the shit of last year, and the first proper announcement we get of 2021 is something that just adds more and more uncertainty and causes mm. more and more novice traders to panic. Yeah, yeah. And this is this this is where and this is what I mean, and, and, and you touched on this before. If FI knock it out of the park in, in a couple of weeks, then absolutely fine. But again, I just need to reiterate there's gonna be people selling up now and leaving. And then there's reputational damage with that because, I mean, can you imagine, you, you, you see this, you're a novice trader, you joined a few weeks ago, you got told by your mates that IPD trading was the way to go. Um, you bought a load of goalkeepers, you bought Danny Ings or whatever, or, or Tammy Abraham or whatever, any, any IPD players, because that was the way to go. And, and you may explain to you how to sell them after 30 days and then buy them back and et cetera, et cetera, even if you take a small loss on that. And then now, all of a sudden, all your, your portfolio goes down by, 30% because they've just completely changed the rules. And and, and these people might not even care that much. They, they might have only put in 50 or 100 quid. They're just going to think, oh, well, well, fuck that. I'll just I'll just move on somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So even if FI then knock it out the ball, knock it out the park next week, and they look at that and think, oh, well, if I'd have held on, my, my portfolio would have doubled. They're just going to be even more annoyed <laughs> because they've been hit twice. They've been hit with the initial panic and then they've been hit with the... Um, 
the subsequent upturn. And mm. um, yeah, this this is where I, I can't I can't defend it. And I think it just it just comes back to the the the, the point we keep making. Business wise, it's the right decision. But how how can this be announced without telling us the alternative? Mm. Mate, I've, I've anyway. We'll move on because I'm, I'm I'm just keep going over myself. Um, we'll move on to the the actual comms themselves. We'll fly through them. Dear traders, as we enter 2021, I wanted to take this time to reflect on last year and address you directly on the challenges we have faced, as well as on the opportunities we can look forward to. Without a doubt, 2020 has been a tough year. The team here at FI have worked incredibly hard on some essential changes to the platform and on pushing forward the updates and enhancements which were most needed at the time. However, it's clear that we're, there are still some challenges to address going forward. That's why, after careful deliberations, I'm announcing today some changes aimed at making FI a better and more full trading environment for all so as i said straight up no kissing dividends no better man to have beside that word Lionel messi a um, bit of drama over that recently on twitter if you follow back in september in response to customer feedback we increased dividends however with a fixture backlog which continues to prove correction continues to drive more frequent matches there is now an overemphasis on ipds that has driven short-termism and in extreme circumstances suspected collusion to refresh shares at the lowest possible price so just to break there quickly yeah whatever but the opening paragraph pretty generic really um the opening sorry part of it then we get into the dividends do you know I get that it needs done, guys. I, I don't buy that the reason for it is the backlog of fixtures. And, you know, yes, you're getting IPD windows with eight or nine fixtures in it. But, I mean, it would, it would have been seven or eight without COVID and backlog. So, I don't really buy that being a reason. Like, this isn't an unforeseen circumstance. It's crept up on them and they have to act. I'm, I'm not buying that. The suspected collusion to refresh shares, it's great they're stamping that out. Because I think that's yeah. something that's very hard for them to prove, really, um, and act on. Even though they have all the information there, it's very hard to, like actually prove that <laughs> do you know it is yeah I, I i agree with you on that i think the i mean the collusion that's that's something i've actually spoke to fi about because it, it was it was even people were even saying on twitter weren't they I'm, I'm looking to refresh these shares in this player and i think that, that that needed stamping down straight away because i think the act of refreshing a player wasn't really an issue it, but you had to put yourself in a position where you could lose mm. um but then the act of refreshing to a mate for you're paying 0.5p in commission, but then you've got expected dividends of 6p, then that, that's absolutely a big issue. So I think um, on, on that side, I completely agree with FI that um, that needed stamping down on. Um, yeah. Yeah. In short, IPDs were having an unintended effect in the market. Previously, they carried away for footballing events to drive trading in an intuitive and effective way. Today, this is no longer the case. As such, as of today, we're given 30 days notice. No fucking about here. Like, 30 days notice that we're drawing an end to IPDs in order to immediately stop some of the short-term trading dynamics it encourages. We will continue to pay out in IPDs up to and including matches played on the 7th of February. This change will allow us to focus these funds on a more healthy market stimuli. Now, that's the point here. Some people were sort of saying... What what if they don't come up with an replacement? It's it's this bit here that makes us sort of they have to. This change will allow us to focus these funds on a more healthy market stimuli, yeah. and then it says once one such focus will be the introduction of new trading incentives and opportunities, incorporating each position category to go live before IPDs end. More details in the coming weeks. So. I really do think this reeks of tiered PB or a PB score threshold for each position to earn a penny or two pennies or something. I think this is, I think I, th I do think this is going to be really really positive long term. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I think when they're explicitly saying every position, as well, when you consider that goalkeepers were a big part of IPD refreshing, you can take that to mean goalkeepers as well. Well, obviously because they're they're a position. So I, I do, and I mean, obviously this is recorded, so you can call me back on my bullshit, but I do actually think that overall this change is going to be a net positive. Mm. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's, 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 that's the key thing. I think the change will be a net positive for everyone. Yeah. It's just that time, it's just that time in between. It's and the, the lag, yeah. Panic. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I won't go over that again, but I think that, that's the key thing. I think when we look at this announcement in two weeks' time, I think most people with a balanced head will say that this is actually better for FI as a business. And 
and on balance better for everyone. Maybe it's not as profitable as recycling a 20p goalkeeper every 30 days to get 6p in dividends every month. And, and nor should it be. I mean, that, that's unsustainable. And I think anyone doing that could probably see that. Um, yeah. But I do think on balance, most people will look at what, what they introduce as being better. But it's just so difficult to actually... Um, it's, it's just so difficult to actually come to that conclusion now. Well, we can't. We can't come to that conclusion now because we don't, we don't know what it is. Mm. Well, do you know what, I'll Someone's just given me a really timely reminder. Fair fucks to him. Jack White in the comments says, I was probably too busy promoting Footstock or So Rare. Um, actually, I wasn't, Jack, but good man yourself. This podcast is sponsored by Footstock. So, Jack, you should sign up to Footstock. Give it a go. Let me know what you think. Make sure you lose, use my link, mate, because then I get paid every time you spend money. Um, so, everyone give Jack a big shout-out. Fair play to him. Um, supporting Footstock, supporting So Rare, giving them a shout-out before I did. Thank you, Jack. Um, but genuinely, Footstock, a uh, lot of fun on there. Uh, big year ahead for them. They're doing some fun, uh, sort of like, is it Cedars funding? That's a thing. Um, for big moves this year, hopefully, and this is just for me, this is speculation, hopefully including expansion, among other things. A lot of European players are there now. I think they're shaping up for a really exciting Euros. So yeah, go and give it a go. Actually, do use the link in the description and you will help me out. Again, big shout out to Jack White. Fair play to you, mate. Um, so... Yeah, well, we'll move on. Um, until now, IPDs had been a major blocker to our long-held ambition of accepting overseas customers from countries such as Germany. This change, however, removes a significant barrier to entry, and we're now, lo- now looking at alternative territories alongside our other platform initiatives. So, yeah, that that that's that's a nice way to try and justify it, and I like that. If it's if it probably I'd say it is true. To be fair. And maybe the IPDs and that that way of payment or that way of winning dividends is kind of more akin to like normal traditional gambling and bookmakers, and maybe that for that reason, there were things and barriers, etc. I, I get all that. I think this is nice. The the sort of thoughts of expansion. I don't think we're anywhere near in a position to expand now. But yeah. um, I mean, if if removing IPDs makes that sort of thing easier down the line, it's another positive for the removal, isn't it? <sighs> I mean, I don't really care about Germany. We, we had players at fifteen pounds yeah. in the in the UK, so I suppose it it only matters if it's going to be pooled liquidity, which they couldn't promise before. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, I don't think I don't think any other exchange does pool liquidity, do they? So I don't even know if that's even possible. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I don't want to sort of delve into that because I, I don't know the yeah, I I don't know the ins and outs. I guess I mean the whole expansion. I mean, of course, yeah. I mean, I'm going to put. If I'm looking at this purely as an investment, then yeah, if I'm putting money into a business, that then means it goes and expands into Germany and, and all these other countries, and it means that my portfolio goes up tenfold, then yeah, of course, I'm, I'm going to buy into that. I think, but where I've, I've seen my portfolio potentially go down by 30% in the UK, I'd, I'd rather just focus on getting my portfolio back to what it was yeah. um, like within the UK rather than looking at rather than looking at Germany. Um, so yeah, I, I'm sort of indifferent to that comment. If we can go to Germany, great, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna pin my hopes on that. You see, for me, where, where it gets exciting is is the, the, the idea long-term. And again, I, do, I like to do this with all platforms. And I think like long-term, what's the move here? Um, and I mean, I think long-term, now this could take five or 10 years or more. I, I don't even know. But I mean, wouldn't it be lovely to think of pooled liquidity, FI in lots of different countries, different players from different countries get rewarded for their own country's respective media on any given day and individual dividends paid for here i, I don't know just like this whole european thing and yeah, not just I mean, this uk centric no, no... thing i like that but i mean i know that like, i would love the idea of like eredivisies and portuguese leagues and stuff getting like a secondary lower payout and yeah you, i'm talking like five ten years down the line this big like the new age of gambling tens hundreds of thousands of people on board and just this new thing like I think that would be the ultimate goal, and obviously you need to expand into other territories to to keep growing and have something like that. Yeah, There's only I mean, so much money in the UK at the end of the day. Everything you've just said, I mean, yeah, be great. It's just, hey, I, I, I'd rather rather than focus on these things ten years in the in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Get, get what they need to Walk get right before you can run. Like, like, six months in the past, like that, 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 that's the that's the priority. What what they've what they've failed on in the past, not yeah. not what's what's in the future. So, I mean, if FI, for example, if they did a business meeting and said our long-term ambitions are expansion into Germany, America, France, etc. Then yeah, absolutely. That's that's a great long-term trajectory. But but don't give me details about that now. 
I don't, I don't really I don't really care about that now. What what I want now is a is a stable platform and, and something where we have logical movement. Mm. So it, it's like anything, isn't it? It's um it's, it's just sort of your hierarchy of needs. If if you focus on what's 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 key and you get that right, then yeah, by all means look at the look at the look at the future and look at the the long term ambitions. But I think the the priority has to be the here and now. And and, and quite frankly, right now we, we don't have a market that's functioning correctly. Maybe mm. this update is gonna gonna help us get to that. But let's get that right first before we start talking about these these incredibly long term ambitions. Mm. Yeah, I I, th- I yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's I think like it was only last June. Adam Cole was talking about billion pound market caps, and yeah. there's been lots of these sort of statements that have been made. Um, again, them trying to run before they can walk, and yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know, if it needs sorted out in its current iteration before they and. Uh, part of that that kind of made me think of golf index was other platform initiatives yeah. do you know i was thinking like fuck off they'll be bringing out golf <laughs> index now lads or tennis index but um so, yeah. I mean, do, do we take fi at face value with this do we say okay well fair enough we, we won't give you ipds back you give us germany yeah we, we've agreed let's let's all let's all yeah. pass backs and, and no I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're there at the minute <laughs> exactly so it's why even talk about it i mean maybe it's such a minor cog in the long-term aim of it i mean by all means, if FI wants to prove me wrong and announce pull liquidity with Germany next week, then I'll swell. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll sort of call, call my own bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's just get let's just get it here and now right. Let, let, let's let's focus on the. Um, I think order books. I mean, I wasn't on the platform two years ago, but I think order books was the the kind of long term ambition two years ago. Let, let's focus on what the long term ambition was two years ago and get that right before mm. we start talking about long term ambition in five years from now. Yeah, hundred percent. And and just to kind of give people some shit here quickly, I'll there's definitely like there's been about 140, 150 people throughout this stream, and there's only like thirty people have liked the video. So all I'm saying is, guys, you know, be my friend. You know, I'm your mate. Be my friend. Um, if you're listening to this on podcast, make sure you subscribe. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. Blah blah blah. But for you fuckers on YouTube live now, I'm watching you. Come on, be my mate. Um, just to then give a shout out here to someone. George Thomas is asking what you should do if you have 10 to 20% of, of IPD players in your portfolio. Now me, I'm sure people will answer you in the comments. Guys, help out. Divi, I see you there. You have a level head and I know you have a lot of IPDs in your um, in your portfolio. I, I would probably sit tight and wait for the next announcement. Um, let me see. Apparently FI Lawyer has posted something on Twitter about the German betting legislation. Apparently his research suggests that IPDs was a legitimate barrier. Anyway, look, that's enough of me hanging out in the comments for now. On to the next bit here, I'll projects. On the topic of ongoing projects, I'm aware that many of you have been requesting an update on NASDAQ and other initiatives which we, which have been in the pipeline for some time. More than ever, I hate when they say that. I always want to offer, I, I want to offer clarity and transparency to our community. However, in my new position as CEO, I'm currently in the process of reviewing all projects and the overall structure of the business. I will update you as soon as this assessment is completed. As I mentioned in my last address to you, I want to shift the emphasis and culture from promises to delivery. Our focus remains on giving precedence to the projects that provide the most upside to our customers and that make FI a fun and enjoyable experience for you all. Does that say anything of note to you? That's just noise in it. Yeah, yeah, that does. He's, he's saying, honey, he's saying, oh, on, on, you all want to know an update about NASDAQ and initiatives that have been in the pipeline. I really want to offer you clarity and transparency, but I can't. <laughs> I will. The, the, the working hard. Yeah, yeah, bottom line. I'm glad, I'm glad they're working hard. Yeah, um, looking forward. Trader feedback has always been crucially important to us. We understand that some of you feel disappointed and have concerns about the way that the market has performed over the course of the past year. I would like to assure all our traders that we hear you and that your enjoyment of our product remains my top priority. While these times have been tough and remain so in many ways, my goal is to pro- to progress having learned from these experiences, both positive and negative. I hope to channel these lessons into making our product more enjoyable than ever. The new year also brings an opportunity for a fresh start and new ideas. I hope that you will join me and the new leadership team on our journey to make FI an entertaining and sustainable opportunity for our traders. In the meantime, blah, blah, blah. Have a lovely 21 um so yeah that that's about that um what do you think yeah i mean it's just on nasdaq and the the, the question that everyone's asking is what what is nasdaq is is it going to be a, a new back end a new back end system is it is it going to 
is he going to have a powered by Nasdaq on the front page? I think someone posted that on Twitter actually the other day. I don't know if that was a, I don't know if they maybe found the image in the in the code or if it was, um, if, if it was just a Photoshop thing. But I, I, I just I think with Nasdaq, I, I just failed to give any any um, sort of credibility. No, not not credibility. That's the wrong word. I, I failed to I failed to sort of pine any hopes on Nasdaq because if you think about the last twelve um, say twelve months, probably since the smashing engine, so that's like seven or eight months. Um, it's always been, oh, when, when this comes in, things will be great. When this comes in, things will be great. When this comes in, things will be great. And, and now we're talking about when NASDAQ comes in, it'll be great. When, when liquidity comes in, that'll be great. But then but the question is, what is NASDAQ? So, I mean, I look at this, uh, you, you sort of see football teams, don't you? You get the lower league teams that don't, they'll, they'll basically pay Adidas for football kits in the same way as a Sunday league team would. But then you get, then you get the Premier League teams that get sponsored, sponsored by like Nike or Adidas and they get, the big sponsorship deal with that. So it's well, what what is Nasdaq? Is Nasdaq going to be a huge partnership that gives us the gives us the um, the, the, the credibility that gives us the the exposure, the, the reputational benefits, or is Nasdaq simply going to be just just plugging into some new technology that's a bit better? Mm. We, we we simply don't know. Um, if it gives us the the credibility and it, it gives football index um, the exposure and 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 positive. Um, impact reputationally, then then I'm all for that. And, and if it means more money comes into the platform, it means more advertising, etc. Then that's great. But if it's just a back end system, that means that you can edit a bit. I mean, is that really going to have a huge impact? It's it, it's probably not. So I, I I always draw a line when people look at, at Nasdaq as being the the holy grail. The solution, because, like yeah, exactly, yeah. It's, it's like anything, isn't it? If, if if it's the unknown, you can apply a lot more weight to it than than what the reality actually is. Mm. Um, so if we're going to get Nasdaq, I mean, I'm, I, I obviously, I'm sure Nasdaq will be great. I can't see any negatives, negatives from that. It's just I, I struggle to see, see that as the as the holy grail or the the solution to the to the problems. No, I, I have to agree. I mean, Nasdaq. Oh, when Nasdaq comes in, will be sorted. Nasdaq, Nasdaq. I, I don't think Nasdaq itself solves anything, but what it does do is adds legitimacy to the platform, and that's where you get yeah, these absolutely. bigger traders. But something you mentioned earlier, which I think is an important point, and again, it goes back to this: the the key, the buzzwords like identity crisis and whatever. I'm, I'm guilty of saying them. Like, do you know? If they do want these big traders and they do want the big money in the market makers, like like as you kind of alluded to earlier, like is that good for all of us? Probably not, because I know that I can't compete with that. I don't have yeah. the spreadsheets, data, experience, and whatever else to go. Like, I don't have the time for that shit, you know. I, I'll just go elsewhere, like, if, if that was the case long term, you know. Like, I don't want to be competing with guys who do this full time and everyone. You, you've no edge there then. You know, it's peer to peer now. It's not like it used to be. It's not yeah. just football speculation. It's peer to fucking peer, and that's all very well. But if this became very institutional and, and it wasn't just jimmy from the pub who wants to kind of bet on who's gonna get a load of goals in the next month and if that that's fine if they bring something else in for pb this is jimmy from the pub who wants to bet on who's gonna have an amazing season or an amazing few months if, if that's not the bulk of the user base i mean where's your edge yeah and i think if, if you look at the i think when it's a growing platform you you, you can get that um mm. But obviously, a I'm talking platform. long term. Like no, that's that's my point. I think yeah. sustainably, you can't have a growing platform forever. That that that's not possible. So, it, it links to quite a few points as I was talking about the the lag in between. We need this to cater for your your stereotypical gambler, and it, it is a gambling platform. It's not a it's not an investment vehicle. And, and footballing, that's a quite sort of key to point mm-hmm. out. Obviously, when the fund stops, etc. And 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 they're, they're all. And to be honest, they're they're all probably more valid now than ever because a lot of people have lost the. A lot of money lately. It's it, they're not. It's, it's kind of been proven that when the fund stops, stop and and gamble responsibly, etc. So they're not just sort of tick boxes. Mm. That that's something that everyone does need to take seriously. So, but sorry, just going back to what you're saying. I think the we don't we need this platform to cater for everyone. And I think I've been really frustrated when I've, I see comments on Twitter such as oh well fuck off then or or when the soft money leaves or when all the people <laughs> panicking leave will be great. It's like, well, no, we need we need we need people who act emotionally. It's it's the mechanics that need to suit those people, because it's it's a gambling platform. We, we ultimately, I mean, if you think about gamblers on gambling platforms, most gamblers lose. That's the reason why Skybet and Bet Three Six Five are so successful. So eventually, FI needs to be in that same boat. They need to be successful because punters, in the most part, are losing, and it's that it's that simple, really. Because if um, if you've got 98 percent of people winning then that's great when it's a growing platform but at some point you reach equilibrium and it needs to be sustainable when you get to that point 
Um, and of course, when it's a growing platform, we can all ride that growth. But at some point, it, it becomes a, a peer versus peer thing. Mm. And I think with with the changes they've made recently, it's become peer to peer a lot earlier than what it what it necessarily needed to. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think they were rushed into that peer to peer kind of model by COVID. Um, fair play to them, and they, and they they reacted as best they could at the time. But yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I I don't bring that up or talk about that to kind of scare people at all. I mean, there's still a lot of money to be made. A lot of people here are very experienced, very good understanding of football index, a lot better than the average in the market. But I'm just talking about that long term vision, do you know? Yeah. And that and identity. I think most people that have got burnt recently are going to be the ones that maybe came in three or four months ago and, and just took a long-term position on, on certain players. Because, I mean, the, the people making money, are, and we touched on the IPD refreshers, but this is why I, I do agree with FI getting rid of IPDs. Obviously, we touched on not, not the way around they've done it. But I think getting rid of IPDs was the right decision because, I mean, I've done it myself. Like, if I've got, say, a 1,000 shares in a player that isn't IPD eligible and mm. they're unlikely to win PB that day, then after the game, you almost sort of buy yourself a, a 2p or 4p um, window, if you like. So if, if you know you can buy and sell, uh, sorry, sell and buy back within that window, then why on earth wouldn't you do that? Because mm. you know you've got 2p coming in to cover the losses, and then you've got the eligibility for the next the next 30 days. Um, and I, I found myself doing it and sort of looking at this, and I'm like, like what, what, the, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, is this really what we're about now? Like, I'm I'm not valuing this player. I'm not I'm not I'm not looking at the player's ability. I'm probably not even watching the player. I'm just trying to sell and buy back for as close a price as as possible. And like, is is that is that what we were we we, we became about? And um, I mean, there was a quote I learned years ago. I think it was um, when I was in, in in sort of banking operations. It was if if you sort of you tell me how you're going to measure me, I'll, I'll tell you how I'll behave. Mm. So if, if you're going to measure me solely on productivity, if, if you're going to measure me within a within a call center purely on calls answered, for example, then I'm literally just going to pick the phone up, tell the each customer to fuck off, and then <laughs> and just, keep, just just keep doing it. So, but then that's where you need to get the sort of the quality measurement in. Um, so with FI, they've presented us a platform where the plus EV strategy was always to sell and buy back. And try and minimise your losses to get the eligibility for IPDs. So of course mm. you can't you can't blame anyone with you can't blame anyone for doing that. What I would say, I think, and this is again harsh truth for a lot of people. I think looking at the strategy that we were doing and, and what I've just described, selling and buying back buying back for as cheap as possible with no thought process to the to the, to the actual value of that player, and and looking at what FI were paying out in dividends compared to the commission they were coming in. I think most of us knew this wasn't sustainable. Mm. So, I think a lot of people that have solely, and again, this is this is going to sound quite harsh. A lot of people that have focused their portfolio solely on IPD, IPD players. I mean, they they have got to take some responsibility because that was never going to be sustainable. Um, so, I think there's, there's a balance to be had here. I'm not, I'm not defending FI for scrapping them with no alternative, but by the same token, I think there is there is some accountability on the individuals as well. Well, look, it's a it's a risky strategy when you go balls balls deep on any yeah. one type of player. If you go purely premiums, whenever Sancho tanks because a, a move doesn't go through, or Bruno breaks his leg, or as we see Neymar get a red card, there tends to be a bit of a chain reaction due to relative pricings. And it's the same across the index. You know, if you if you hold all one type of player, if you hold all goalkeepers, again, if they increase the dividends or something comes in in a few weeks, you could be rolling a money equally. You could you could lose all your money. It's kind of you need to diversify among player um, within the yeah. platform. It's kind of like week one, day one. And if you don't, that's fine. You're you're well within your rights to the end. There's no right or wrong answer. The guy who had a whole portfolio of goalkeepers last June was laughing, but there is risk attached to that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think we might have touched on this before we, <laughs> when we chatted before we went live, but... I think what people might need to realise is that the IPD refreshing was having a, a negative, um, it was having a negative pressure on price. Mm. So if you look at goalkeepers um, in, in isolation, uh, when the goalkeeper dividends came out and IPDs were one p for a clean street, the prices were significantly higher then than what they are now. So just because they've scrapped IPDs, um, it doesn't necessarily mean the prices are going to go lower mm. on some players. I'm not saying on all. Um, I guess the point I'm trying to make is I think anyone sort of looking at their portfolio now and, and, and just panicking and, and thinking, let's take what what, what we can. Um, 
I mean, I might be wrong. You might go lower. I'm not. I'm not saying don't don't panic sell, but l- l- let's be honest. I think panic selling, for the most part, in the long term, isn't always the best strategy. Well, well, I mean, it was on black. Well, it was on Black Sunday, to be fair. Man. Again, yeah, it was there. I, I could be completely wrong, but my move of fire IPDs now, like Mark McBride there. Mark, sit tight. Let's see what they say in a few weeks. It can't get much worse. Maybe it can. In fact, you know what? Take nothing I say for granted. I've definitely said I was going to go all in on Trent if he had a fiver, and I bought quite yeah. a lot of them around that. Um, like, yeah, I, I don't it's know. The first time what... I spoke to you, John, I said, um, oh, Trent's sell price is £5.93. That's absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're with my words. It's on yeah. the slide on YouTube now. So. You bite your eye. It's there. It's there for everyone to see. Um, I don't know, Isle, if I told you, I got kind of famous over Christmas. Um, I seem you're to already have... famous, are you? Uh, what, sorry? I thought you were already famous. Well, you see, more famous. You see, you're not okay. officially famous until you get trolls, and I have trolls everywhere now. It's great fun. <laughs> so we'll, st- we'll shout a few of them out. Any of them who pop out. Um, who, who's the latest one? Turkey Turkey. Big John talking more nonsense, trying to cause a divide between big and small traders. You see, that's actually a common misconception that trying to cause a divide between big and small traders. I think quite often what benefits the big trader will benefit the small trader and vice versa. It's all percentages, and I believe that. Um, but this all comes from the time that I thought it was a bit of a joke that there was literally one demographic, one type of trader on trader panels. But that's been rectified, so I'm, I'm glad. Because I think, you know, yeah, listening yeah, to all I, types of trader and listening to all these people, do you know, it'll help mitigate against stuff in the future. I think big big, big portfolio versus portfolio. It's, 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 not, it's such a... I mean, I guess it's I'm bullshit. Big, it's all percentages, like. It's all percentages. So like, I, mean, I, I don't know what I am in the grand scheme of things, but I guess I'm, I'm probably a bigger portfolio. So it's... I mean, you've just got to... If you, you have 100 quid's worth of Sancho or you have 100 grand's worth of Sancho, while one might be a harder yeah. position to exit, percentage-wise, you're going to gain or lose as much as the other guy. It's it's not about big or small portfolio. It's about different backgrounds, different types of people, and it's about providing... For me, when I brought that kind of debate up, and I never phrased it quite like that, well, maybe I actually did, to be fair. Um, for me, it wasn't necessarily about that. It's about just talking to different people and different types of people. But anyway... Yeah, and I think that, again, there's an element of victim mentality as well, because I think... I mean, there's obviously some quite high-profile accounts that we all know who have got big holdings in Sancho. So... If they're the ones manipulating the price, then they've taken it from £15 to £6 after buying loads at £15. So they're probably the worst manipulators in the world. So I don't think we can sort of... <laughs> we, can, we can't sort of point... I don't think anyone... I, I think it's like anything in life, isn't it? People always look for someone to blame. And it's never it's never mm. going to be one person or one thing or one faction. It's no. always going to be a, a culmination of, of many different things. So I think this, this is where I, I really get... To be honest, I really get annoyed at, at the timeline in general because... I, I, why the why why the fuck does everything have to be a battle? I like, don't get it. <laughs> why does it have to be big portfolio versus p- small portfolio? IPD versus non IPD. You versus Fig, and it's like that one is doing my head in. Ev- everything becomes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, fucking hell. I've, I've had personal dealings with Fig. I think he's a nice guy. I've had dealings with you. And I think you're a nice guy. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's just. I'm just going to make my own my own opinion. It's well, to yeah. be fair, like, first time I went on a stream with you, you called me handsome, and Fig's never done that. <laughs> I win. I you, you've got the edge there. But, uh, this is what I mean. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not going to just. I mean, I'm all I'm going to do. I'm, I'm on football index to try and try and profit myself and 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 get some knowledge and and, and do well, etc. So I think all you're going to do, you're going to try and absorb as much information as you can, and and try and learn. So. I think this this whole sort of taking sides and, and playing things off against each other it, it just it just mm. seems so counterproductive, um, and I think again as, as I said a lot of it comes down to victim mentality. It's it's looking for someone to blame or something to blame. Um, like I said, all those examples, and then you've got then you've got I think I think it was you know Jason Manford the comedian. He was like you always um, you always uh, you, you, you get angry with someone sort of slightly further away. So I think he said if you're from Manchester, you hate Liverpool. Then you meet someone from Yorkshire and it's like, oh no, we're 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 sort of northwest. And then you meet someone from London and we're all like, oh no, we're we're northern. And then we meet <laughs> someone from sort of to meet you from Ireland. It's like, oh no, we're we're English. And then yeah. you know what I mean? You just get you get you get deeper and deeper. Yeah. I think that that's what it's like. You, you you've got these factions within FI, and then you you, you got the oh no, well we're small portfolios, we're big portfolios. And then someone from sports stack comes along and it's oh no, we're we're football index. And then. And then Carl Berry comes along, like criticizing the entire thing. Goes, oh no, we're we're the we're the long term career bets versus you. And then and then when it became fucking football index versus Betfair, I think that's where I drew the line. That, that's absolute, <laughs> absolute bollocks. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, we're like a lost little puppy compared to Betfair. Like, we're not going to compete. 
Um, but yeah, just the whole the whole thing it just it's just it's just ridiculous. It doesn't need to be a battle. We can all no. we can all we can all talk like adults. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Look, to be honest with you, in terms of the the me v fig thing, like I, I I'll address that head on. Like you know, I probably threw a bit of um, fuel on the fire back in the day because you know the guy never wanted to talk to me, and that's fine. Do you know why? Why should he give me a platform to further my sort of podcast? That was fine. He never wanted to. I, at the minute now, I, I don't need or want that anymore. But back then he wouldn't and he had no time for it and that's fine and I threw fuel in the fire by sort of saying that but that wasn't the issue with me the, the issue was me for me was the only time and I, I had actively praised his content on my content I've left him a five star fucking review on Apple and I'd tell everyone here you know he puts out some great content you know go and listen to the guy but what, what annoyed me was the only correspondence he'd ever had with me was a couple of little digs under posts you know the only time he'd ever corresponded yeah. to me was 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 giving me shit and i was just i don't get that but now there's lots of these little sort of worker bee accounts and you click they give me abuse on twitter or wherever and you click on them and their last three sort of interactions on twitter are retweeting his stuff or liking his stuff and it's like it's this kind of clan mentality one or the other like guys it doesn't need to be that way and i, I don't advocate either there's a lot of people who are here who like my content who shit on him all the time and try to throw him under the bus for stuff i don't advocate that stuff i never interact with that stuff i never like that stuff i never promote that stuff because i think that's bullshit and i think it's petty to be quite frank but it's two very different things yes my podcast is very similar um in, in format but i think it's a completely different dynamic and I'm a completely yeah. different person. And even last night, RC's poking fun because RC's a dickhead. Like, and I, I mean that in the the most affectionate way. So it was like because I said I was going to do the five question thing with you. I haven't listened to Fig's content in like six months. I don't know what the guy's at. I, I, you can't copy something you don't listen to. But if that's what he's at, and he's copyrighted. It's fucking great. But I'm pretty yeah. sure it's behind a paywall or something. After a bit of research, well, I don't think it's copyrighted. Five, five questions. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just, well, I think may, maybe, maybe <laughs> after a little bit of research, I've literally sort of went for the exact same phraseology and stuff. But genuinely, I had no idea. Do you think I would be that fucking? I don't know, cheeky or just fuck it. Do you think I would want to like come across like that? I, I don't yeah. listen to and, that. Unless, be honest, five questions aren't going to be the make or break for anyone. No, but so <laughs> but, but bottom line is, yeah. Look, I'm always gonna have, as I say, the little worker bees coming trying to shit in my content or, or troll yeah. me, and that's fine. Pe- people don't like the footstock and so rare plugs. To address that again, head on, which I do occasionally, I address that because it's the one piece of shit I ever get, and it's the one thing people hold against me. Guys, if I don't have an affiliate program, if I aren't gonna pay me in any way for this content. They don't have an affiliate program apart from for a select couple. Trust me, I've inquired. Um, the, yeah, the, I, I, the, I, the data. I think, I think it's like anything. It's, it's if if you um, you can sort of form your narrative, can't you? If um, if you don't like something, if you don't like someone, you're gonna naturally look out for things that they're doing that you don't like. Exactly. It's and then and that forms and that forms your narrative. But I mean, from from my perspective, as I said, I'm fairly new to the platform. I've come on and it's well, what have, what have I got? How how can I learn? You've got a podcast. Fig's got a podcast with different uh, fucking viewpoints. Yeah, with Listen different to viewpoints, different different people. Yeah. I, I, I like I mean, the round table is good as well. I like. Um, I like Tom's podcast on Football Index Club, and it's like I'm not going to choose a side. I just, just I like Football Index. And you if should I'm listen. Going, if I'm going for a run or a walk, I'll chuck one of them on because it's fun. You should listen to as much content as you can from different yeah. people. Because look, bottom line is, I know I have my own biases naturally. Do you know I, I'm not as um, heavily invested in Football Index as some other podcasts. I'm I am and I'm not, and you know I'll have a different view than other people. So I understand. Like you need to listen to them all. And to be honest with you, I need to start listening to them again. Because I haven't listened to anyone else's FI podcast in like six yeah. months because I've been pretty... No, nah, six months is a bit strong. Maybe three months or so. I've been pretty disengaged, but I need to get back into it. That should be my New Year's resolution. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know why I brought that up really, just to kind of hit it. Oh yeah, just we're, to finish we're, we're on, on that. Then, on the footstock <laughs> and so rare thing, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, if I don't have the affiliate program, edging, Edge was kind of off the face of the earth for a bit there. I think it's back, but edging gain, like... They aren't interested. The Gain's already sponsoring a podcast. So there's no space there. What else is their index track? I worked with those guys a bit, but it's not really their scene now. Their IPD tracker, like, fuck me, it's gone out the window. Um, there's, there's shit there. Do you know, there's not a lot out there. If you want me to stick everyone behind a paywall and do a Patreon, you know, let's go that way, guys. But to keep everything free, Big Man's got to get paid. I, I don't want to stick in six to eight hours of, of work a week. 
yeah for fucking like i'm not doing that i'm sorry i love the platform i love you guys i love the engagement but i'm not doing that for free well listen, listen affiliate days is the way i think i think the uh was it elena was it i think he touched on the uh the wrestling analogy yeah the wwe was at there they were at there um the most successful when they had wcw as competition and then whenever the what since the since they bought out the other company um it's been downhill so i think competition breeds breeds success because you, you you sort of on your toes more and you can't rest on your levels yeah so i, I don't look at foot stock or so rare or sports stack as um as, as sort of negative things and, and rather than just what, what do we do as an alternative do we just deny their existence do we just pretend that they don't mm. they're not there so yeah, yeah i think that, that there's and, and if i should look at it as a compliment as well the fact that they've got all these companies uh, touching on touching on their their, model. their concept it's uh, ab- yeah. absolutely but obviously fi needs to make sure that they don't become as as jeeves and one mm. of the other one of the other uh platforms become google well so I think, yeah the, the, i suppose really just to double down on that and finish that point because i think it's a very very important point and i kind of want to do a, a, a podcast on this soon like i hope what people realize is that i have zero tie to football index in that sense and what I think is so important, and I have I have championed this from day one of the podcast, not just since the shit to the fan, since day one of this fucking podcast, I've said you should you should diversify among platforms, investments, or gambling opportunities, not just players on a platform, because you don't know what's going to happen. You you do not know what's going to happen. If I could go to the moon now, and you could have wanted all your money in it, you you could have had all your money in Bitcoin, and you missed that rise. But if you had a, had a little ten percent in Bitcoin, ten percent in FI, ten percent in Sorare, ten percent in Footstock, maybe even forty percent in FI, because you believe it the most, and you you scatter your eggs in all these baskets. Do you know you have your fingers in all the pies? You need to diversify amongst those. That that's the way I operate, and that's yeah. what I will always suggest in terms of risk management. And do you know what? I would be very weary of anyone, and I mean this now. You do not have to enjoy footstock. You do not have to enjoy so rare sports stack. You don't have to enjoy sports cards. You don't have to understand. You don't have to care for any of these platforms, but to actively champion fucking shoving them in the bin and people not putting money in them and people put all your money in football index for me is irresponsible. And I I just think it's like. People need to see the bigger picture. You can love a platform and you can go 100% of your investment in there if you want. God damn it, you, you can put 80% in if you want and go 20 into an ISA or something. Do whatever the fuck you want. But what other men do with their money and other women do with their money, if they're getting if they're enjoying it and having fun and they're, they're exercising risk management, I just do not get the divide of the conversation. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it frustrates the shit out of me. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think there's plenty of room for for all these platforms, and then the comp- the competition should be between the companies, not between the customers battling on Twitter. That, to be honest, most of the companies won't even bother looking at. Mm. Um, yeah, this just go back to what I was saying. Not not everything has to be a battle. We can all we can all live in perfect. It's all be fucking, friends. Do you know what I mean? There's kids dying in Africa. There's much bigger issues in the world than, than debating so rare against sports stack. He's like, <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just enjoy let's just enjoy enjoy it for the football rather than all the uh, the, the, the say the factions that that, that form from that. Isle, is there anything you want to talk about before we go? I don't think so. I mean, we had a whole podcast plan, didn't we? But we had a whole podcast plan. <laughs> Thankfully, there weren't too many questions. I think people were asking questions about your loyalties to a football club. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that was a sort of a Sheffield United film, wasn't it? I think they haven't won a game since 1964. So Yeah. I can't take any of that comment seriously. Um, yeah, so they, they were giving you shit about that. But other than that, there wasn't um, too much in, term, in the way of questions. I think there was one, but I think it's defunct now. Let me just check it in case I've... Uh, skipped over the poor guy's question um and then what we're gonna do is go away record a few um questions which uh, the five questions are gonna ask guests each week be put out on youtube so make sure you subscribe so you can hear this um and if you're over on the podcast you should go over to youtube because that's where it'll be put out five questions with the guest each week it's going to be i actually sent it to you earlier i've actually kind of forgotten what they are off the top of my head so first question will be the most underpriced player the second one will be a controversial one the most overpriced player who'll win the most divs in the next six months who'll rise by the biggest percentage in the next six months and if you could add or remove one thing from the platform with the flick of a switch what are you doing um so yeah that's uh that, that that's what we're going to be asking i'll after this but in the meantime there is one from a guy on twitter 
says, why do you think, now Stephen Reeve, this is outdated, so we might just actually skim over this. I saw that one, yeah. Why do you think we haven't heard any meaningful comms so far this year? Sentiment has certainly shifted, so probably best if I don't denounce anything until it's a concrete deliverable. Well, this is a concrete yeah, deliverable anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that question's kind of defunct. But, I'll do you want to tell people where to find you? I might go and find you on Twitter here and show them where to go and follow you. Yeah, sure. I'm in the index owl on Twitter. Um, I, I don't really post that much, but my DMs are open if anyone wants to, to drop me a line. Yeah, everyone go and give Index out a follow. He talks a lot of sense. I'm fair play. He stepped up back in the day on the stream whenever everyone was shit themselves, and it's great to actually. That was an emotional Sunday, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It's it's (laughs) great to have you on the podcast. So look, we're going to go and record these five questions now. But everyone watching, look, thank you very much for watching. Uh, Make sure to like before you head out the door. Subscribe to the channel, and uh, yeah, do me a favor and tell everyone to listen. See you later.